And then honestly, there's not a ton else unless we get sidetracked. Yeah, I think the Lord will carry us through this one. God, I hope so. All right. Uh, starting in three, two, well, no, I have to actually start the countdown. Oh, yeah. You, you're you not in charge of the countdown. <laughs> no, wait. We've already started recording, so we're good. Ah, look okay. at that. Three. DJ, three, spin that shit. Three, two. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this part of the intro would be really good to have like some spicy takes from coaches in the Big 12 like sprinkled in over that beat. Oh, yeah. You you told me early on in our uh, podcasting planning uh, conversations that you don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I have. I have picked it up in the last like seven months, I would say. I'm okay. listening to more uh, and, I, and I've even... I've even started to listen to new ones instead of just like actually going through my pre like ordered queue that I've had for years. I, I've started to sprinkle in new ones as well. There you go. New new is better. New is better. But yes, other other podcasts do that, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's a pretty good idea. Um, I don't know. I kind of like our fuck around and find out intro there. We are so gonna it's good. Get, we are so going to get deleted at some point <laughs> for not GDPR, but what's the, uh, the copyright infringement? Whatever the Hello, welcome to Bear- Bears. <laughs> Jeez, OP. What is it? We're all kind of it's- just in a in a haze. Um, I think after we're recording this about four o'clock on Monday, in a haze after the game yesterday. Uh, yeah, Baylor, man, I needed a cigarette or six. <laughs> Baylor just absolutely obliterated Villanova. We'll get into that here in a second. If you want uh, to watch us record the show and get it about a day and a half or change early. Uh, please go subscribe uh, to patreon.com between two bears. Evan's doing a weekly write-up um, for just kind of a recap of the week um, or on a by game basis. Now that we're mostly out of football season, any other, um, you know, foreign substance fueled writings that Evan has uh, in his mind usually come out uh, and are posted on the Patreon as well as we will be doing a, a youth group, uh, kind of a group chat <laughs> questions this week. On the Discord, uh, I, I think people are having fun with it so far, um, but we would love to grow that community and bring some extra cool and weird stuff to you. Um, but back to the back to the cool stuff. Yeah, Villanova comes to Waco. Dick Vitale oh, comes man. to Waco. Everybody's expecting this. Ext- and I mean everybody, Baylor fans included. A, a very um, entertaining, close game. Yeah, uh, because both teams very good. Villanova coming in as, you know, this super senior laden, uh, talented, offensively good shooting team uh, to really test this completely new look Baylor squad. And, and Matt, um, yeah. mm-hmm. and did surely because they're so good at offense, they were able to score um, some points, so, a handful. So I. I had the kids. I had the kids with me and the wife, and we're sitting um, on the Baylor side behind the baseline in the second level. I don't know about fifteen rows up or something. It was it was actually a pretty good vantage point. And I'm watching this game go along. I'm like, man, our offense is really struggling. But how are we winning this game? And I look up, and there have been eight minutes that have passed, and Villanova has four points. And I'm like, hmm, yeah. well, that's different. So I tweeted that out. And then I started realizing I, I became on pace guy. And I'll be damned <laughs> if it wasn't actually close to sticking to the original pace. Yeah. Uh, 
of eight points every 10 minutes. And uh, man, Baylor wins this game, holds uh, by by 19, uh, holds Villanova to 36 points over the course of a 40 minute basketball game, uh, holding them to a points per possession rank that is by far lower than the worst offense in the country right now, about uh, 0.5 something points per possession. By the way, the worst team in the nation is like at 0.86 for all of their games. Uh, Interesting. Suffocated them. Just put a pillow over their face and just said, shh, 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 it'll help you over soon. Uh, so so you you mean to tell me that the number six team in the country came in here and in front of God and country scored the least points in a game that Jay Wright has ever coached ever. for money? Ever. Dude, imagine how pissed off Dick Vitale must have been. <laughs> like, you get God bless him. You know, recovered from from cancer treatments, and it probably takes a lot of effort for him to get on a plane and get somewhere. And the poor man had to watch just just this Baylor team strangle the life. A Big a- Ten football game broke out, and oh he was stuck. It, it was it was remarkable to watch. Now, I have to say, since I was there. Uh, I, I was unsure. I really, I really didn't put much thought before the game as to what the environment would be like. I was hoping yeah. it was going to be great. Well, after sitting on LaSalle in my car with two <laughs> screaming children and a wife who was sick of sitting down in the car, um, we, we were on LaSalle for like 30 minutes waiting yeah. for to turn left on the university. And I was like, well, this sucks for the sake of us sitting in the car, but also that means uh-huh. there's a lot of inbound traffic into the Ferrell Center parking lot. And there was. I I don't know that I saw outside of the reserve seats, the the parking spots for the for the reserve seats. I don't know that I saw an open parking space. The Ferrell Center was packed. I've only yeah. seen it I've only seen it that full like on a couple other occasions. But the thing that was impressive was that the environment was electric from the jump, from the absolute jump. And I think what helped with that is Matt Mayer comes down, hits the first three of the, you know, his, I mean, maybe his only three of the game, but hits that shot to really start off the game. And it was, it was just bonkers from there on out. Yeah. Um, it is, it is so fun. It has been so fun to watch Matt Meyer play basketball because it's, it, he's kicked ass the whole time, but he has done it in so, such different capacities year over year. You know, his freshman year, he was just like a, Who's this? Who's this guy off the bench, and why won't he pass the ball? And it was fun. Last year, I feel like he kind of leaned into like the gritty role player who also could like embarrass you role. And right. this year, he's like, I don't want to say calming presence, Matthew Meyer, but like he he, you can tell that he's breathing when he has the ball this year, and that exactly. is such a big win for us. Exactly. So it hasn't shown up on the stat sheet all that much. Um, yeah. <laughs> he disagrees. Yeah, he's here. He's talking shit. Uh-huh. Let him know. Yep. He said, have you looked into the advanced stats? I th- I think not. Yep. And then he just said, bitch. Okay. Are you done? Okay. It seems like they're done. We might leave that in. I'm not sure. Um, okay. Matt Meyer, has, it hasn't really shown up for him the way he wants to in the stat sheet. Uh, I, he might be pressing a little bit. I don't want to subscribe too much to, like, why, but he might be pressing a little bit. He might be feeling the weight on his shoulders of, Hey, I need to, you know, guide this team on offense. But the, the ironic part is his effort has been 
astounding. On yeah. Defense. It has been remarkable. Uh, so I, I forget how we got onto the Matt Meyer experience, but oh yeah, as a freshman, he was like the my player that you get. <laughs> in, in, he, in, he was grinding badges. That's what he was exactly. his freshman year. <laughs> grinding badges, trying to get shots up, trying to trying to get his uh, his unflinchable badge right there. I don't even know that's yeah, but, um, yeah. But you saw it in this game. Extremely clear that the effort and the focus is there defensively, and just the shots quite aren't falling yet. I expect them yeah. to that point, but he well, still and, has that X factor capability. Yeah. And tell me if I'm wrong, because you you think about basketball in a lot smarter way than I do. But I feel like the storyline kind of going into this year was like, yeah, Matt Meyer's really going to need to you know step up, lead the team, be that guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he needs to be that. I don't I don't know if that is going to be called upon him for us to be. He's he's great doing everything he needs to do on defense. Like I said, yeah. he's doing everything he needs to do on defense, and with with that frame and that wingspan, that leads to offense. So he's yeah. doing his part there to beat like a Duke or to beat a Gonzaga again, or some of these other teams where they'll play decent defense. He might need to step it up on offense, but not like within two standard deviations, just a little bit better. Yeah. And then the rest of the game will come. He's, he's got everything else. Um, 36 points allowed for Villanova. Villanova. That is made, gross. Uh, Villanova made 12 field goals, 12. They made 12 in the whole game in the whole game. Um, of course, oh. there, were, there were free throws in there as well, uh, but 12 field goals, 13 turnovers. <laughs> we, we, Baylor turned them is over. That, that is so bad. Is that even a stat that is tracked, made buckets to team turnovers? It is, I'm looking at it right now. 12 to 13 is the ratio. <laughs> it's 1.2 to 1.3. Gross. 1. They played so bad that I learned something new today about how you can track how bad teams are. <laughs> yeah, you can't. That's the thing. Villanova is not a bad team. You'll see them go and win a ton of games in the Big East, and they'll make the tournament, and they'll be a top three or four seed. Just Baylor was just on a different level today. Um, did you see the tweet from uh, the Baylor University Golden Wave Band to Nikki Collin, who was in attendance in the Bear Pit? I did not see this tweet. So... <laughs> essentially Bugwub uh, asked her, they're like, Hey, you're told her, Hey, we're so excited. You're sitting in the bear pit right next to us. Will you join us in the word up dance? And it, do, you know, do you know what the oh, horny? <laughs> hey man, I don't know if I told you, but I picked up this side gig tweeting for college, uh, college athletics. College now college bands. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's basically this, the, the exact same energy as when I respond to all of her tweets with, Hey coach. Yeah, exactly. That's like exactly. the same exact energy. But way less subtle. Hey, coach, you want to do the uh, pelvic hip thrust dance that everybody looks at, everybody else doing, and goes, mm, like, uh, I, did, love, I love the word up dance. I do it myself. Oh, yeah. Did so, um did Mim Kolke ever sit in the student section during her God, tenure? No. God, no. Ugh. Way beneath her. Don't know who that is, but way beneath her. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. Wow. Um, Can't wait. I'm, I have already watched more um, – Baylor Bear women's basketball this year that I anticipated. And I hope to continue doing so because they have been so much fun to watch. And she, it, it's interesting having a coach who's like having to do in season work a lot. Cause I feel like Kim had so much inertia around her that she was going to be able to turn out 25 wins and five stars every year. Yep. And which is good and a great place to be as a coach, but it's been cool to see Nikki like rolling the sleeves up, doing, doing the work. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, you know, it's not work though. God damn it, 
finding What's a not great work? gift uh, for the hard to shop for on your Christmas list. Um, and that is going to be found at Gridiron Metalworks. Uh, you can find collegiate branded grill grates and griddles uh, for every grill with every Big 12 team available. Uh, if you don't see your grill uh, among those listed, don't worry. You can enter your dimensions and get a custom one made for you. Gridiron offers a variety of home decor items. Again, we talk about the bookends every week. I love them. Gotta love them. I just ordered some uh, for a family member, uh, including flower pots. Of course, the bookends, coasters, can coolers, and in the actual school colors. Uh, high quality custom cut made in the USA. Use code BEARS12 for 15% off your first order. Uh, you can click the link in our show notes. Again, that is gridironmetal.com. All right. After some weird technical issues there. Evan, did you have any other thoughts um, on yes. the game on Sunday? And one thought, and it's more on the environment of the game. I feel like I've been very timid to start thinking about your your Baylor Bears just making a deep run again this year, just because I feel like um, I hadn't had a lot of concrete evidence that we were about to kick a lot of asses this year. None. Um, and now we've got a pretty good data point here to jump off from. Um, yeah, there there was there was no evidence that this team was going to be, you know, Final Four level. We there were for the first time in three years there were questions about what this team was going to be. Yeah, not anymore, uh, gang. Not anymore. Not anymore. I think I think now if if you are doing an earnest reevaluation of expectations, I, I think you can say, um, yeah, this team needs to make the Sweet Sixteen for you know those with high investment of expectations into this team will be yeah. happy. But again, I refer back to my original statement that we don't, as a, as a Baylor fan base, we don't have anything to bitch about for this team for at least four more years. We, nothing, yeah. nothing is allowed to piss us off. We can't be mad. And that's just do the you rule. Think, do you think if we make a final four this year, that that bar you just accurately described will be raised at all? Like, do you think moving forward, it should be like, all right, well, we're debt. Like we are a perennial X round team. If we make another like wild things, run. things change so much in college basketball that I don't know that you can ever expect better than a sweet 16. If you're smart, I don't yeah. know that you should ever expect anything better than a sweet 16 or elite eight. Like it's so uh-huh. tough. It is so tough to get to that third weekend. Um, so if you make the second weekend, man, great season, great yeah. season. Um, but yeah, I think people consider Baylor a blue blood college basketball program now, and you kind of have to. <laughs> what a so world that in, is! In in reality, yeah, you have to you have to expect the elite eight. I, I think yeah. if, if you're a national guy talking about it, then yeah, probably so. But yes, I agree. Um, Baylor women's basketball in a fantastic spot. Just got a recruit commit uh, last week. Baylor men's basketball, we've talked about them. Fantastic outlook on the rest of the season. Iowa State coming in. I'm sorry. First, we uh, the, the Baylor team travels to Eugene, Oregon to play at 9 p.m. on Saturday night. Uh, Excited and for that. We'll, we'll finish up uh, with, I think there's another bye game in there, uh, and then heading to Hilton uh, in, in Ames, Iowa, to play Iowa State on January 1st. And they are they – are- not bad at basketball this year. It, it appears so far. I'm having a real identity crisis about the Iowa State Cyclones in men's basketball. <laughs> I, uh, I, you can't ignore the fact that they're nine and zero. You can't do it. They're nine and zero. They've won yeah. nine games in a row, whereas the year before they won zero conference games. Right. So the expectation was after after a coaching shift, 
they're going to be bad again, right? That yeah. was the thought. Okay, so they're not bad, right? But then I watched them to go play Iowa, uh, and I, Iowa's garbage, and they really struggled with Iowa in that first half. It was really gross. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm not sure what to call them. I, I'll just call them, yeah, good so far, dot, 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 question mark. That's what I'll say. That's my official response. It'll be fun to get them out of here to start the year off. They're I really just want to lead with that. That'll be a fun start to the season, I think. That'll be a great start to that day. That'll be because yeah. I think the game's like at 2 p.m. So we'll watch first, Baylor. Is that right? It is. So we'll watch Baylor dispose of the good season rumors for Iowa State uh, and then watch Baylor win in the Sugar Bowl versus Ole Miss. By the way, I got to hop on um, – uh, a podcast run by a, a dude uh, who does the rivals site for uh, Ole Miss. That was, was fun. He, a bow tie? I, he was not wearing a bow tie. Very chill guy. Uh, I, I just think it's going to be a more uh, left Jebby aside I, and, and people who don't like Lane Kiffin aside. I think it's going to be a fun like matchup. I don't yeah. know why people dislike, uh, you know, Lane Kiffin as much as they do. He is controversial. I get it. But Maybe not the best guy, but I, I just think it's going to be a fun matchup of fan bases. Yeah, I, I don't really know what to expect other than that. But anyway, moving on to other college football items here. Brent Venables was officially made the hire at OU. Uh, cool. <laughs> Didn't yeah, they run exactly. his ass out of town after one bad season like a decade um, ago? Yeah, I don't know if it was just one, but yeah, that that's essentially what happened. Huh. Could work. Like, I think this is the uh, official stance on most coaching hires. Could work. Could work. Could work. Give, giving everyone a C plus. Might not. Yeah, exactly. From <laughs> I think the cover three was giving everybody a C yeah. plus. It's like could could work. Might not. Yeah. Who knows? And, and I feel like that Oklahoma roster slash athletic department pretty easy to not fuck up as their coach right i, like, I, I tend to you, you gotta do a yeah. lot wrong in the big 12 to to get pretty, in the way of that machine you know pretty easy to not fuck up in the big 12 yeah and you know <laughs> I'll put it even on way. his even on his way out lincoln was two three total plays away from being in the college football playoffs so like pretty hard to to fuck yeah. up that job quinn ewers commits to texas uh was Talent ever the problem at Texas? Well, and it's like I've always said, once they start to get those four or five star guys in there, <laughs> dude, that that train is gonna get rolling. You know what um, that locker room needs is a guy making a lot of money. <laughs> and if it's one NIL. thing Texas has been missing, it it has been quarterbacks with a high upside. You know? Uh, yeah. With missing pieces there. Look, this man. is the third quarterback I have seen. Texas fans slobber on this ye- calendar year. It is none of them. None of them can buy alcohol yet. Exactly. Like, what are we doing? Marketing has never been the issue at Texas. Marketing to <laughs> recruits has never well, been the finally issue. a name that I know, right? Broadcast nationwide, <laughs> right? So we'll see. I, I look if you're if you're trying to give benefit of the doubt, which I'm not sure why you are at this point, but they have done a very good job recruiting this offseason. A couple yeah. five-star offensive linemen, some transfers in there. BJ Foster gone, by the way. Uh, this is not a Texas podcast, but this is uh, just a heads up that Texas is trying to amass arms once again. Are we going to have to play Texas in OU next season? I am not willing to bet money on this, but I do not think so. You don't think so? I don't, I think, they- there's like, I don't think there's like a loyalty obligation situation happening here. You know, I think they have the money to get out if they want. I think the schedule's it, out. 
the official schedule's out. We're playing both of them, like, as of the official schedule. But. Yeah, and honestly, like, if, if we find out after that schedule's come out that they're not playing, it wouldn't even crack the top 10 most surprising things that have happened in college yeah. football this year. So, like, you know, I hope we do. I'd love to get a win in Austin on the way out. It, it'd be very nice. On to other quarterback news. Jacob Zeno transferred from Baylor, put his name in the portal. He'll be going to UAB. Best yeah. of luck, young man. Godspeed. Yep. I, I genuinely hope you succeed at UAB. I will be watching, uh, and I, I do hope you succeed. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to be on the uh, wishing the worst for him train. I will say, if, if we're going to speak objectively about his time here, well, very high-rated prospect, very excited to see him go on the field, had those two... Memor- I'll call them memorable yeah. plays against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. One of them, one of those two plays, not a great throw, you know? So <laughs> no, I, don't, all... don't do no, this. I, don't. I, the, the, the short of what I'm trying to say is there was a contingency of the Baylor fan base that was like, we need this specific player in here to save the day. And I never understood that. And I, I hope he goes to a place where he is treated fairly and given, given a shake to just be a good quarterback instead of the guy who needs to come save everything. Because that's got to be a stressful place to live. Well, hey, if, if you sit next to Jacob Zeno's dad at a game, that might just change your change your opinion of him. Um, moving <laughs> on. Um, real quickly, though, from our partners over at Symbol, uh, the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off of your sports knowledge. Uh, on Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your teams win, you earn cash. Buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts. Win your teams win. Join the 8,000 early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com. Use the code BEARS12, and that uh, up to $500 that you deposit there, money back guarantee if you use the code BEARS12. We love Symbol. Um, it's been a good partnership so far. And uh, yeah. I'm starting to look at uh, NBA stuff too. So. Yeah. We'll Matt, see. if you were gonna if you were gonna buy low on a Big Twelve football team going into next year, there's a team that you think might not get a fair shake this offseason, but might make some noise. Who are you putting some money on? Well, I tell you what I'm doing. I'm I'm selling Oklahoma State stock because that defense isn't going to be the same. Nope. Um, if I'm buying low, I mean we've talked about Kansas before being that yeah. team. I might I might buy some Kansas. Look, man, like, are they going to have Baylor ranked super high? They, they, they being the general media, they being the media, why wouldn't I buy Baylor again? Yeah. Why wouldn't I buy Baylor again? I'd probably buy some Kansas State. I, um, I'd, I'd sprinkle a little on Texas Tech. I have no idea what to expect from Texas Tech other than they'll likely be organized and probably have a decently fun offense. No idea otherwise what to expect. I don't know. You had somebody else in mind, I think. No, that was just a oh, okay. genuine question. Yeah. Um, my answer to it, I didn't ask, so I can say this. I just thought of all you were saying. Um, thinking about, you know, what Baylor would be uh, selling for, I can't really think of a lot of, like, really compelling storylines for us that are going to happen over the spring. We have a lot of people graduating. Mm-hmm. My assumption is Gary is going to be in charge again. But we're replacing two running backs. We're replacing, we're replacing a lot of yardage next year, both sure. shopping – and gaining. I'm very interested to see what the sort of the uh, emerging stories are over the spring and early summer. Well, we found a lot of yardage where there wasn't under the last offensive coordinator regime. So I yeah. imagine we can go find some of that elsewhere Yeah, on the roster. Uh, not too worried about it. 
Evan, we we're are... going to get to see Quaylen Jones on a football field next I year. Know. You know, you know how big good. that man is? That's, That's a, a refrigerator on wheels. That's a large dude. That, that would just be a dolly, wouldn't it? He is a dolly. He's a dolly. That's his nickname, dolly. Um, Evan, we haven't really talked about if we're going to record next week. Um, and we may, we may not. Who knows, right? It's it's Christmas coming up next week. Oh, can you, I was like, can you believe happening? that? Christmas that is, is wild, next man. week, dude. That's Christmas crazy. is any, next uh, week. Are you are you hosting this year? What's your deal? We are hosting for the first time. That wasn't okay. even like a setup. I wasn't even leading you to that question. That was just natural chemistry yeah. that we have. So that's yeah, that's me and you. We have that. Um, are we the kids right now. Um, yeah, we're hosting family for the first time. I am terrified. Um, mainly because we don't have a couch. We have no couch. We do not have a couch <laughs> at all. Um, Purposefully. Uh, pretty much, yeah. We thought okay. we were going to get the couch that we have purchased delivered soon. Uh, yeah. It has not been scheduled for delivery yet, and Christmas is next week. So yeah, It'll be a Christmas miracle. But this way, I get to control the menu on Christmas Day. I get to control where, like, how things operate, right? Yeah. And I've never had that control before. So... I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it yet, but I am terrified of having that many people in the house. So we'll see. Um, yeah. Other than that, I'm sure the kids will be excited, and I get to drink my own coffee. That—that's you know what I actually am excited. I get to that drink is my like own an coffee. Underrated part of the holiday season, at just in general, just being in control of the coffee you drink in the morning. So if that's something. So because I have I have an uncle who I think is listening to this, so I'm actually not going to finish the story, but. Um, I just think being in charge of the coffee is something we should all take appreciate a little more. Absolutely. What's up, Unc? Thanks for listening. Um, hey, Glenn. We, uh, I don't know that there's anything on the agenda. We did have a caller call in with a question um, that I thought was pretty good, a, a little end cap. It was about the end of the game on Sunday. And, right. uh, we'll use it as the end of our game today. All right, guys. Uh, I'm not here to talk about the complete and utter ass-whooping that you just watched the Baylor Bears uh, put on the number six team in the country. Um, I'm here to talk to you about the sad foul at the end. Now, it feels like we're seeing a lot more sad fouls today in this day and age than we used to. And uh, I don't think I've ever seen a sad foul quite as sad as down 19 with uh, 30 seconds left intentionally fouling. Um, it did lead to enough time being on the clock for us to foul them. And uh, we got cupcakes because I missed the free throws. So that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, can I get you guys take on the sad foul, please? Um, so thank you, JP, for leaving that uh, message there. JP is 13 years old and a current <laughs> student at Baylor. So he's definitely, he knows what he's talking about when he says this day and age. Um, thanks for calling in, JP, and thanks for being a patron. Um, um- do you, do you know what he's can, referring to? The sad foul? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I wanted you to kind of expand on this a little bit. Is there some sort of like list of unwritten basketball rules that I'm like unaware of? Because I feel like there's things that are just like basketball things that happen. And people on the internet will be like, oh, that's Bush League. Oh, that's bullshit. Like, is there like a running, is there a list I should look up? So as a fan, there are, right? As a okay. fan of watching basketball games... Yeah, you don't want the team losing by 20 with a minute left to foul because you want the game to wrap up. You want the win to happen. You want to get out of there. So, yes, in that sense, there is an unwritten rule. But like as a player, yes, there are expectations, but there are no unwritten rules in my mind. Right. 
if uh, if a team losing by 20 fouls you real hard with a minute left, okay, that you respond with, okay, oh, we're still playing. Okay, we're going to give you guys, you know, we're just going to let you guys. Yeah. Go. We're just going to let you guys go. Give you some time back in your day. But if you want to yeah. foul, you want to keep playing, we'll keep playing. And that's exactly what happened with a, the the foul. The the They pressed after we got the ball back. And Jonathan Chamochachua puts the absolute – hammer down on the dude on a dunk on the fast break so yeah i mean and if you noticed after after the foul baylor pressed as well they they pressed mm-hmm. on the three in a three-quarter court press <laughs> and they're like okay fine if you're still playing we're still playing we're gonna let you yeah. guys go but that's fine so no i don't think there are like the unwritten rules in basketball that there are in like baseball right? yeah um so no i don't i don't think that so i don't think it bothered the players that much it was probably like a roll your eyes situation as it was for everybody else but yeah um i i i got frustrated with it because i was trying to get my kids out of there and back to austin <laughs> quickly I was, I was like oh come on yeah but other, other than that no it, it wasn't that big of a deal but it was it was sad i will say that jp is right right on the money there it was a absolutely very a very sad okay foul. down 19 with 30 seconds left absolutely yeah um Evan, you got anything else? Um, not a lot, man. I'm I'm having a really good day today. Me too. I, uh, I Mondays are typically pretty slow for me, so I went on a really long walk today. There you go. And I walked all the way to Chick Fil A, and I sat inside there and I had a whole meal. And then I walked to Voodoo Donuts. I walked there home with go. a donut in my hand. So all good things. All good That's things hard to end. beat. That's hard to beat. Very yeah. uh very slow calendar for the Baylor sports this week. Um, but like we said, Baylor basketball versus Oregon or at Oregon Saturday night, 9 p.m. Central. Um, do want to leave you with uh, a quick note about our friends over at Homefield Apparel, the good brand. Lots of good stuff going on over there. Bears 12, code Bears 12 for 15% off. Go get you a Slippery Rock tee. Go get you a sticker. Baylor, they haven't refreshed it yet, but I imagine there's got to be something coming with, you know, with as successful as this the teams are doing you're like you they owe it to us yeah. so go go keep a keep an eye on homefieldapparel.com and uh, use code bears 12 for 15 percent off evan have a fantastic rest of the week i will see you for youth group the q a on wednesday in the patreon and uh, we'll be back again to talk about probably another mud hole stomping of oregon on monday a boy can dream all right stay up take care go ride and find